Chart Chat is a member of the Tiege.fm network from WTJU Radio. Find out more at Tiege.fm. That's T-E-E-J dot F-M. Hello everybody, it's Monday, April 1st, 2019. I'm Tanner Green and you are listening to Chart Chat, your weekly guide to the past week of pop singles hitting the US and UK charts. That's right, Caitlin is out. She's taking a well-deserved vacation, hitting the open road, or the open railways rather. So it's a solo episode this week and as you'll shortly find out why, it's probably going to be a pretty brief one because this past week both on the singles and albums charts was a pretty quiet week. So, there are only three new songs hitting the Hot 100. The first one's at number 96. It's titled Slow Dancing in the Dark, and that's by Joji. Then at number 62, there's Iggy Azalea with Sally Walker. And last but not least, highest debut of the week at number 55, there's Schoolboy Q with Num Num Juice. And I want to start by talking about Slow Dancing in the Dark. This is the very first Hot 100 appearance for George Miller, a.k.a. Joji. Slow Dancing comes from the Japanese musician's debut album, Ballads One, which last year debuted all the way up at number three. But this is far from Joji's first taste of success. His career as a musician and internet comedian actually stretches back almost to the very start of the decade. For a while, he was vlogging under the alias Filthy Frank and achieved a pretty substantial level of popularity. And the popularity of those videos actually played a key role in the viral success of Bauer's 2013 chart topper, Harlem Shake, if people remember that. However, while Miller did release some music as part of the Filthy Frank project under the alias Pink Guy, he abandoned the entire project, both Filthy Frank and Pink Guy, in late 2017, citing both health reasons and a desire to focus more seriously on music. And that shift coincided with the beginning of Miller's career as Joji, which started with the EP In Tongues. Back near the end of 2017, that EP charted at number 58 on the Billboard 200, and then, of course, as I mentioned earlier, Ballads One, his debut full-length album, did even better, debuting up at number three. And both of these releases, both In Tongues and Ballads One, came out under the 88 Rising banner, the management company-slash-record label known for... A roster of Asian hip-hop artists we've talked about a couple times before. Uh, Some of Joji's label mates include artists like Rich Brian, Higher Brothers, Keith Ape. And there's actually a new documentary that just came out on 88 Rising, produced in conjunction with Red Bull. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm guessing it is probably worth your time, since I think these artists are only going to continue growing in popularity. And so with all that said, we're going to listen to a clip. Once again, this is Joji, Slow Dancing in the Dark. Dancing in the dark 
I'm not quite prepared to make a better style prediction on this going top 10 or anything equally grand, but at the very least, I will be very surprised if this doesn't climb a good deal higher than its debut this week at number 96. For one, maybe the simplest reason, this is very of a piece with the sort of uh, magniloquent sadness that is a defining feature of pop music right now. Could be Halsey, could be Lana Del Rey, could be Khalid, and so on. And more specifically, I think a song like this has an even higher chance of success after Batsy's rise to prominence. Listeners are presumably familiar with his triple platinum hit Mine that we discussed in a super early episode of this podcast. But just in case, we're going to listen to that chorus of uh, Mine real quick. Some striking similarities between these two songs. Both are very gauzy with similar textures and both center their arrangements around an arpeggio. In mine you have that quasi steel drum sound in the chorus and in slow dancing in the dark you have that perpetual synth arpeggio going. However, as is probably clear, the mood between these two songs is substantially different. As the chorus on slow dancing goes and sort of sums up the entire ethos of the song, you should be with him, I can't compete. Self-deprecation, and almost willful gloominess, and as with plenty of things in life, it takes me back to my dissertation topic. That's right, internet music genres, specifically Vaporwave and its descendants. Briefly, for those unfamiliar to be kind of reductive, Vaporwave is a, a sort of umbrella genre or field of electronic music, popular online. It's built around taking 80s and 90s background music, and slowing it down, editing it, looping it. And over the course of the decade, the genre has twisted and turned in all sorts of directions, so again, any one definition is going to leave some stuff out. But I bring up Vaporwave for two reasons. First, Vaporwave's entire aesthetic is built on the same sort of slow-motion miserabilism that we hear in Slow Dancing in the Dark. Now, for other artists, that might be a coincidence, especially, as I mentioned earlier, since this is sort of the stock and trade of pop music right now. But keep in mind that Joji first came to fame as an alt-comedy internet icon around the start of the decade, and there is a substantial overlap between these two trends and these two uh, sets of audiences. And on top of that, Joji's initial success as Filthy Frank lines up pretty cleanly with the crest of Vaporwave's mainstream visibility around 2013 or so. And second, I already touched on the choice of textures here, but it's worth showing what I mean when I argue that they parallel those of a lot of Vaporwave tracks. To briefly refresh our memory, here's a small snippet of the intro to Slow Dancing in the Dark. And then here's the beginning of a relatively famous Vaporwave track that incorporates trap beats, itself spawning the Vapor Trap subgenre. This is Eco Zones by Blink Banshee, it came out on Bandcamp back in 2013.
again, plenty of differences, but that wavy synth timbre is a clear parallel. For those that are curious, it's worth noting that on this Blank Banshee track, that sample actually comes from the soundtrack for the 1994 video game Donkey Kong Country. And finally, in case any listeners out there still think I might be kind of stretching by placing Joji in the wake of Vaporwave's influence, there are actually a good number of Vaporwave versions of Slow Dancing in the Dark out there on YouTube. So we're going to take a listen to the chorus of my favorite, which is made by the YouTube user Pending Universe. So I think it says something that there are multiple vaporwave takes on this particular song. It's another angle from which the resonances just keep piling up, and I'm, of course, really excited to hear them. I promise they're not the only reason that I like this song. I think its melody is really moving and sometimes unexpected. There's some really interesting intervals going on, and I think that the dynamic build from the verse to the chorus is really subtle, really tasteful, really well done. But I'm well over time, and because of that, that's actually the only song I'm going to talk about this week. Uh, We're going to keep it short, especially, again, since there are only three songs hitting the charts this week. So look forward to a full episode next week, and in the meantime, thanks so much for listening to Chart Chat. If you want to listen to all this past week's chart debuts, you can find a Spotify playlist in the show notes. And if you have any questions, feedback, corrections, etc., etc., feel free to get in touch with us via email at chartchatcast at gmail.com. And if you want to get in touch with us on social media, check us out on Twitter and Instagram at ChartChatCast. Especially on Twitter. I have uh, made a late New Year's resolution to start using the Twitter account more regularly. So get in touch with us there. Let's chat. And also, while you're looking us up, perhaps consider rating and reviewing us on your platform of choice. Tell your friends about us. We'd love the feedback. We'd love the new listeners. All that fun stuff. Chart Chat's intro theme was written by Peter Kelly, and our cover art was made by Billy Phillips, both from Coronation Media. Coronation Media is a creative studio specializing in video production, animation, and graphic design. To learn what they can do for your company or organization, visit www.coronationmedia.com. Chart Chat is also a member of the Teej.fm network from WTJU. To learn more, visit Teej.fm. That's T-E-E-J.fm. Thank you once again for listening to Chart Chat. I'm Tanner Green, and we will catch you next week. <laughs>